You're coming in loud and clear. You wake up in the morning and you just smell that sweet, sweet, sweet grass in the air. That's so sultry. Oh, got the bedroom turned up to about 87 degrees. Just the way she likes it. Uh, sweat beating off mm. my plums. <laughs> I got sweat dripping off my, my nose like a waterfall. It's a constant cascade of emotion coming right off the tip of my nostrils. She says to me, Joe, what are you thinking about? I reply, I've, I was doing a Sudoku earlier today, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, and I got stumped, dude. Sudoku's, eh? I wonder if you know, you know, if you have that sultry radio voice. Mm. I wonder if your voice can be like so good, too good, in fact, that you wouldn't be the, able. Well, you wouldn't be able to have whistle. a career. Yeah. Oh, well, there's just that. Make, That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it would just make all the female listeners too too wet. I'm just picturing a scenario where it's like they they walk in the room and they're like, David, you've been doing a phenomenal job as a flight traffic controller, but your voice is just too damn smooth, brother. (laughs) You're distracting the pilots. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, your voice Uh, is too good. Welcome back to KW. You're with Bingo and the Beat. We've got a new song coming right out of Idaho here called The Potato Farmer. Sit back, <laughs> tune in, get turned on. Uh, we got runway six clear for you. Oh, what did, what'd you just say? Yeah, yeah, the, air traffic, yeah, the air traffic controller guy is like ASMR. Oh, <laughs> folks, we've got the great uh, pleasure of introducing uh, probably the sickest guest we've ever had on the show, best friend, the Kingston Trio, friggin' fish hucker by day, freestyle rapper by night, Emil, <laughs> DJ, Roy Foster. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we dude, really Just getting haunched into it. I am. You know, you're you're am. the tuna. You're the tuna in the tuna melt. Like you're just the substance of the matter. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, I would yeah. say you're That'd the nail. I'm kind no, of I'm keeping like, things wet and good mouthfeel, and I, dude, I'm the bread. You kind of want pickles soaking it all up, mm. <laughs> dude. Mm. I've been putting pickles and tuna melts. Pickles and tuna go really good together. Oh yeah, for sure, man. You gotta get a yeah. little chop, little chop pickle, little chop celery in there. Oh, oh. Now that we, uh, oh, oh. Sometimes if I like when I, sometimes when I bite into a really crunchy, just a really good pickle, like I almost get like a a euphoric stank face going. Yeah. It's like the, it's like the vinegar strokes. If anyone's ever watched uh, the league, (laughs) those last, those last few strokes where you just, nothing was a part of you that doesn't like it. It's like it's like yeah. it's like working well, it's like working <laughs> cotton in your hands, you know. Dude, didn't we used to have a segment on the show called Dill Pickle Tips where we would just give tips <laughs> about dill pickles? 
<laughs> we also Dude. had a segment called Fish Tips where Emil would just <laughs> seafood-based knowledge. I think we Dude. did one. Yeah, we did one. Dude, you know who, speaking of Emil's fish tips, um, remember when you talked about uh, Francis Malman? Yes. The Argentinian uh, dude, he's uh, he's got like a. I keep getting Instagram ads for his uh, like cooking show. He's like, there's two things I'm obsessed with. He's like meat and fire, and then it just like bangs in, and he's like throwing shit on the chapa. Dude, Emil, can you tell people what the chapa is? Yeah, because I I'm obsessed with them. It's uh, well, I mean, I think Francis Malman kind of started it, but it's. Man, he has some crazy ones, but they're like, it's just like a cast. It's, it's probably made of iron, I guess. I don't know. Or steel, yeah. but it's like a table, basically. And it sits over a fire. Um, it's a big flat top, and you kind of get like some coals going underneath it, and then you can just sear whatever the fuck you want on it. My dad likes yeah. to uh, like really drench it with duck fat that he stores. Mm-hmm. Um. He gets a little bit. He gets a little overzealous with the duck. I feel like Jim probably gets a little crazy on the chopper. Like he (laughs) probably gets. I I have. He like throws. He throws things on it, dude. But you know what's cool about Malman is like ours is like probably like three feet. No, it's probably like yeah, probably like two to three feet tall. But he has some that are like five feet tall, and it's just like a little like it's like a plate or like just like a small square. And it's just like where he'll like take his steak off the lower one and like put it on the top to rest. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God, dude, Malman. How did you become aware of Malman's works? Uh, he had an episode on oh, Chef's yeah. Table or something. Nice. Oh, and yeah. my brother got his my brother got his cookbook. Seb Seb's a quite a quite a gourmand. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's what a... I was kind of thinking of when yeah. you were talking about the the duck fat. It's like uh, the gourmand culture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, Seb Seb likes the fun. So shout out to my older brother Sebastian, who who's you know he's a col- I I might work in food, but he's quite a culinary adventurist. Dude, I love that. All the Roy Fosters have that. Does Q have that bone in him a bit too? Oh yeah, Q's got that bone. Q Q almost Q wanted to almost go to chef school, and I told him not to. No way, and you told him not to. Probably a good. Really? Call. Wow. What uh, What would you say is Q's like specialty? Q is Emil's brother. Yeah, youngest <sighs> younger brother. Quentin Roy Foster. He doesn't have a middle name. Just a quick fact. Wow. That's cool. Do you have a middle name? I have a middle name. Say what your name. It? What is it called again? I forget. It's Mark with a C. Oh, that's sick. Oh. 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 Yo, a shout out back, to uh, a little backstory yeah. on that one. It's just that Mark Mark's last or Mark's name ends with a K. Yeah. But my, really dad's last, he, my dad's he name really doesn't like C. that C. I and my I dad's sorry, birthday on Saturday. 60th birthday dude your dad joe is awesome man he texts me like every month the most random shit he'll text me pictures of his grandkid and like it's so funny man it's hilarious i love that i don't even know he's doing this stuff dude i'm gonna i'm gonna you guys i'm gonna fire up my phone here and just see the most recent text from (laughs) joe's dad yeah i know 
Doesn't he shoot know, like, some texts and mail as well? He's pretty active in the community. Yeah, I don't know. Like last month, I just got like a picture of like two calves, and I was like, "Who's this?" It's like, "Oh, it's Mark." <laughs> Like, those, are my, those, those are my calves check him out like his legs his legs yes Dude, his he, he remember he remembers <laughs> he just sent he sent me uh this picture of <laughs> oh his grandson yeah grandson hey mark sebastian eric's son wishes you a happy hanukkah it's a really <laughs> cute picture actually <laughs> Yeah, he's full of it. And we just trade, like, hiking pictures. And then he'll just send me... <laughs> yeah, he's awesome, bro. My, my background's actually a picture of Mark on the Charlevoix. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, when you're Sitting listening to this, send the boys, keep sending the boys more pics. Send more exactly. memes. <laughs> we love it. We love Mark, it. Yeah, Mark, you should start making memes. You should uh, get Frank uh, to start shooting us some... Some yeah, I'll get him. Uh, I'll get him going. He's gonna be out here in uh, on Monday. He'll be out here for like three, two and a half months. Him and my mom. No way. Crazy. That was sick. Always nice having him out here. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man. Yeah, it'll be good. I think they're uh, they're looking forward to it. Getting out of the the cottage. They do the cottage in December is. It's a bit Ooh. morose. I think that's it's the word morose, you're looking for. Dude. It's <laughs> morose. <laughs> It's, it's really tough, gross, man. man. It is it's tough. It's like when there's no leaves on the trees and you can just see the, the I don't know, it's just, it's not, it doesn't inspire you. Yeah, it's that time of year, like, it's like, man, January, or like, late winter is sick when the sun is like yeah. shining and you get like blue skies and shit, it's like, yeah. but man, this dark, this dark part is, uh, is oh, shitty. It's wild, yeah, it's crazy, it gets dark you guys so think early. You could, do you guys think you'd ever move to a, like a place that's more summer all year kind of thing or or you like the balance of uh the yin yang of summer winter Mm, that's a good question i think it's different for me because i live in like a place that's yeah pretty pretty sick when it when pretty sick winter features skiing's been dope it's been like nuts i've never seen this much snow in in the valley man it's crazy it's and it's blower too it's like so dry and low density it's nuts snow like you going out there emil as well yeah CJ. Yeah, end of uh, end of January. Dude, Joe, have you dodged the have you dodged the Omicron? So far, man, so far. We had a little bit of a close call on uh, on New Year's. We just were hanging out with two other people, and then one of them had like a somewhat like it was a positive, but then they did another rapid test and it was negative. You know how those things are not necessarily the the most. Yeah, you want to hear? Okay, maybe I can educate you and yeah, tell it. well that's a pretty big feature from the last pod till now yeah is uh i'm the only one who's been unscathed <laughs> yeah me and emil have that natural immunity um so the cha- the rates the rates of a false positive are like three percent and rates so if it's positive of a false it's negative probably. are <laughs> yeah 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 when i was so i like yeah, like you mean you mean to, you mean you mean to say like it's like like I yeah I've always assumed with these tests like if it if it's positive like if if there's any COVID in your nose it's gonna fucking yeah. pick up on it basically yeah exactly yeah so the chances like, you know, of like, false positives are way more common than uh, man my the brother was so of false funny false negatives are more common. yeah what the fuck more Marks? common yeah 
Oh, did I just read? Did I just yeah, not say you, it? Properly? You just the, come like, on, man. The crescendo of the point you're trying to make, and you <laughs> just butchered it. It's okay though. We got you. I was I was just I was already starting to like think about the next story I was gonna tell him. <laughs> the receiver like takes his eyes off the ball and looks up. Mm. Um, dude, my brother's hilarious. Yeah, so I went back to Ottawa, um, and I was going to visit my. I think I was like going to see my grandparents or something. So. I arrest and I was positive, like after being in Ottawa. And dude, Emil, you you've got some legit. I don't know. It's so, okay. This is the time of it. It's quite interesting. I was feeling fine, hung up with Emil and the Bartons the day before, and I told them the next day. I was like, "Yo, boys, like I tested tested positive," and Emil was like, "All right, like thanks for telling me. I'll." monitor my symptoms and stuff and yeah meal like didn't pick it up at all and then i tested uh tested positive and my brother was so funny he was like man he's like he's like Do another test. and then I, he was like so you're 50 50 it could go either way i was like no alex like he's so optimistic he was like you he's like he's like go ahead and go on Paul was like, I don't think you should go get a PCR test. I was like, bro, that's not how this works. Man, but uh, like, long story like, short, I just quarantined up at my parents' cottage and it was fine. I said Christmas alone. It's uh, it's such a like make your own. People people try to like just design their own rules to like make it work for them when it like when it actually like comes like up Millhouse, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like ah, uh, but like you know, like how can we still make sure that you come to Christmas dinner? It's like, well, yeah, no, yeah. that's sort of <laughs> that's sort of not the point, really. That's like, what Alex was doing, man. He was like, <laughs> I had two positives and two negatives, and he was like, man, if the PCR test comes back negative, we're coming right up to the cottage. I was like, you don't get it. I like, I'm sick. I have symptoms. I'm clearly sick. But like, I, me and my I, dad talked about it, and my my brother's just such an eternal optimist, and he was just. Yeah, it's just but so, like, so it kind of fired up. It kind of like aggravates me. Like I love spending time with my family, and I love, I love that Christmas is that time or the holidays is that time. But like, man, like it's two years, you know. Like, like I, I, if it was my family, like and my kids, I'd, I'd cancel Christmas. I mean, I don't know. Like, obviously, I can't put myself yeah. in my parents' shoes, but like, what's the fucking point? Like. No one's, no one's, you know, no one in my direct family is like dying in the next year. You know, like it's just my family. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like people are going to so many lengths to like have Christmas when it's just like not a good year to do it. I think what it is though, Emil, is like the sacrifices all year long. And I know like two years in the grand scheme of a lifetime is not that long, but I know for me, it feels at the end of two years now, it feels like it's been a long time. Yeah. And it's like, we, I feel like I'm pretty well behaved and like following all the procedures for the most part like all year long and this i view it as kind of like this this one chance where you know i'm gonna put like a little bit more risk and put like the family i guess it's just like in my in my position there was like a lot of risk and it wasn't really yeah it wasn't really being received with like grace yeah I think everyone's got a different risk tolerance. I love you so much, Emil. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I think I everybody's know. got a different like tolerance for risk too. Like frig, I don't know. It's, and I do really think people are starting to get pretty like tired and fed up with this. Like, I also just feel like it's becoming more, it's more uh, transmissible, but it's becoming a little bit like weaker as time goes on. It's not as many people are getting really fucked up. Like people are still, and I don't want to downplay it, but of course not. Big picture. It's dude, obviously not, but like it's, yeah, it's, um, I smoked pot for seven days straight when I had it. <laughs> from the second I woke up to the second I woke up in the middle of the night and then went back to sleep yeah. and I fucking yeah. I did fine I did Are you just fine yeah. a cure? is that a cure or? I I think that there is a bit of a resin wall. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of yeah security's tight in Emil's lung cavity. Yeah, the yeah. CDC no, is was... actually uh, recommending seven days of straight consumption is equivalent to seventeen boosters. Exactly. It actually yeah. reduces quarantine sure. time by. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there, uh, there were okay, times like, in you. Univ- there were times. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Emil. No, I was just gonna say, like, uh, if like if you test positive and then you go through quarantine, apparently you don't have to test yourself again for ninety days. Yeah, and, like, dude. Yeah. And there's people really like good. there's a, there's a goalie like playing for the Belleville Senators right now who is like part of the last uh, positive set of cases quarantined. Now he's positive again and he's playing. Yeah. Yeah. You, like, uh, oh, there's a like residual and... in your, in your system. Yeah. Like you could test positive again. Yeah. yeah. Even if, even if, um, yeah, apparently like if you're traveling to the States or anywhere that requires a, a negative COVID test, you're exempt for like 180 days or something like that after your like positive test, if it's documented. So getting so like, COVID is kind of like getting like a Nexus pass. Dude, yeah. Or like or getting I think that's like what a jo- I think that's what Djokovic is trying to do right now. Is he? Which yeah. I'd lo- so, which I'd love to talk about for a second if uh, yeah, really that, yeah, that's dude. Have you heard about this, Joe? No, I'm completely in the dark. He uh he traveled, he got like a he's a vaccine skeptic. Yeah. And he got like a exemption for like Victoria and for the Australian Open. But, like, then he got to the, like, he got to, like, Australia, and the border forces were, like, nah, man, like, that's not enough to, like, get you in. Like, you might be able to play in the tournament and get into, like, one of our states, but you can't get into Australia with your bullshit reason. So he's, like, it's it's awesome. I hate Djokovic so much. I'll put it right out there, preface by saying that I hate Djokovic. He's just a fucking cocky shit. But uh, he's stuck in, like, a, he's stuck in, like, a... <laughs> like a refugee hotel right now <laughs> in, Australia? Like, in Australia and he's like complaining about like the quality of the food and like it just yeah, it's, it's just playing into him being such a privilege so is he trying to get covid so that he has that like uh entry exemption yeah like i think i think if you've had covid in the past six months you can like you can go to some places but I don't think Australia considers the, that. The logic, the, uh, the immunity from is Are you catching uh, that, Emil? Because <laughs> 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 okay, uh, you were really clean on my screen, and I'm like, what the fuck is this yeah, guy up? I, 
I can see the puzzled look. Mark is going full rebato on us. <laughs> dude, dude. Uh, dude, you sound like a like a eighteen year old VCR that just got pulled out of the swamp. <laughs> it's like trying to talk to my it's grandma like while I'm downloading off Napster. <laughs> Well, I guess it's just me and you, Mark Mark seemed to be. Oh, oh! I saw movement. Mark seemed to be talking about the logic of of getting COVID as as protection, and I I don't I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I I think if you get a vaccine and then you get COVID, you kind of like it like reignites the the cell combination. Oh yeah, yesterday, but probably still get a. You hear me, Mark? (laughs) (laughs) Hear me? We hear you. Uh, (laughs) Oh no! It's okay, Mark. We'll uh, we'll we'll do a little bit of uh, editing at this portion. Just remove him from the call. Hey, real. How are those T-shirts coming along with the cow? <laughs> I haven't really gotten much done on them. I uh, I did buy that picture though. Mm. So what I'm what I'm thinking uh, would be a really cool idea for uh, my bachelor party, which I don't know. If Mark talked to you, but uh, we're we're thinking of doing some Formula One action. Hopefully, COVID's not going to fuck that up. But I mean, we can always we can always dream. I I can't wait for that. I think that'll be epic. My brother's a huge Formula One. Dude, let's talk Formula One for a second. But before we do, I was thinking what would be a fun idea if if uh, all the boys want to opt in who are at the bachelor party. I think there's going to be six of us. So, like, each person brings six T-shirts. So, it's like a little swap. <laughs> and then everyone wow. has – everyone, like, has – we all have six pairs of matching shirts to go fuck around in Montreal with. Yes. <laughs> I'm in. Yes, but, uh, I love it so much. Isn't that fun? Like I, I'm just, I'm just picturing you showing up with the utterly morose cow <laughs> shirt. <laughs> the whole shirt, the whole shirt is cow print. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. We were just talking Formula One and then that bachelor party idea, and I was gonna tell Emil about uh, uh, oh. how he. My brother is such a huge Formula One fan. And I don't know if you guys watched the finale in Abu Dhabi. Do you guys Dude, know that much was about crazy. that? Crazy. Crazy. Funny enough, yeah. Wasn't so there some like well, the, I'll paint the pictures for the listeners history? if anyone if anyone uh didn't watch it. So Max Verstappen, the young upstart, and Lewis Hamilton, the perennial champion, are going into the final race tied for points, completely tied. Max pulls off a miracle pole position because Lewis has been faster in the last three or four races by a good margin. (laughs) They go into the race. Lewis passes him whole shot right off the gun passes him. Max two turns later goes for a risky move. Lewis gets pushed off the road, cuts the corner. No penalty to Lewis. 
Doesn't matter. He cut the corner. Big advantage gained. Dude, I saw that. That was kind of fucked. What he the fuck really was that all about? He really cut Dude, that he corner. Because he got pushed off the road. That. So he was just like, all right, wasn't my fault that I got pushed off the road. So then he like took the opportunity. He's like, well, I'm already off the road. I'm just going <laughs> to cut this. You're like running the Boston Marathon. You're like, oh, I got kicked off the road. Yeah. So I just hopped on the subway. And uh, yeah, you know, guy tripped me into this cab. And I, uh, just rode a couple <laughs> blocks, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I am. I guess I won. <laughs> But Lewis's car, incredibly way faster than Max, pulling away by half a second every lap, which is quite a bit. Mm. And uh, they, whatever through the pit lane, through pitting and, and the pit stops, it turns out that Max's teammate, Checo, is ahead. Chico Perez. He, he delayed his pit stop. And he, he holds Lewis off. He's doing all these risky, dangerous maneuvers. Lewis passes him. He passes him right back. He was saving energy in his battery. And... Uh, he holds him off for like three laps, lets Max completely catch up the eight seconds he was behind him. Dude, out of boy Checo. And then Lewis pulls away for the rest of the race. Ten laps to go. He's on the radio with his team director. He's like, what are my chances? He's like, uh, Max, you're going to need a miracle, buddy. But just keep going hard. Five laps later, five laps to go. Fucking Giovanni or whatever goes off, off the track. And yellow safety car. Everyone comes to a slowdown. Fuck. What the fuck? But it's this big thing. They got to clear. They're still driving. Laps are still ticking down as they go around at this reduced speed. They're clearing the debris off the road as frantic pace as quickly as they can. Max is in second place, but because they've lapped people, there's four cars in between him and Lewis Hamilton. So even though he's in second place and everyone gets bunched up at the safety car, he can't get right behind him. Because he's got these four back markers, these lap cars in the way. Normally, they allow these cars to clear out of the way. But they were saying, oh, they were saying on the radio, oh, we're not going to let them clear. We're not going to let them. And if they don't clear, he's got no shot. Yeah. One lap to go. The race director comes on. He's like, get those cars out of there. We're having a race. Didn't he pit and get some... He pitted, he pit yeah, he and pitted get right at the safety tires. car and he put on soft tires, which are like the fastest, but they don't last as long. So he had the best, freshest mm-hmm. tires. And Lewis was on some like some old ass 20 lap. So it was really like a fuck disadvantage for Lewis. They clear those cars out one lap to go, one flying lap. Lewis, as the start car, once the safety car leaves, he has the opportunity to start whenever he wants. So he's like really playing cat and mouse. He's almost got his car stopped on the road. And Max yeah. is right behind him, behind him. When he goes, boom, 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 one lap to go, passes him. Oh. And it was like, from a miracle, we needed a miracle to win. Max Verstappen, champion of Formula One. Let's go. So sick. <laughs> Your guy too, eh, Joe? Yeah, yeah I love Well, my brother loves him. And he, my brother got me into Formula One. Like a, I, I always liked it, but he really got me to know all the drivers. So I'm just on board. Like I want my brother to, I'm, I'm fired up for him. And yeah, Max is my favorite driver kind of through him. So sick. Mm. I tried buying my brother, uh, like a Red Bull racing uh, shirt after yeah. it was like a cool, like a Max Verstappen championship shirt. They were like 90 euros. Yeah. <laughs> 90 euros plus shipping. It was like, it's like end up being yeah. like 180 bucks Canadian for a freaking t-shirt. Like, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, love you, bro. <laughs> I'll, but, ma- I'll make you one on this to print, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Exactly. I actually, I, I just touched up a little bit of this to print. Oh, did you? 
Joe, where are you right now? I have to speak. I have to speak quietly though, because it was a gift from Nikki, and I haven't given it to her yet. She's here. Okay. On, on the next, where are you, on the next happy, we'll uh, we'll convene. You let us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in an art gallery. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm in uh, Nikki's parents' basement. They've locked they've locked me up. Did you're quarantined. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like my Christmas gifts. I think so. They sat down. You're in ice. You're in isolation. <laughs> isolation. You're always back. You're plan, always right? back and forth between uh, Kingston and Toronto, Adrian. Yeah, well, like we got a, my family's in Brantford and Nikki's parents, and I'd say about once a month we kind of go back and forth, touch it right? up. It's really when's, nice when's here, when's man. The next like, time you guys are gonna hang out together. It's a good, uh, it's a good point, Mark. When is it, Emil? Well, I don't have COVID anymore, so that sort of that helps. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I like the track. I like getting on the track together virtually. That definitely is going to be good. Yeah, I, I kind of ghosted Emil. I'm a bit of a savage, but we we got this game dirt for rally driving, Mark. Oh, Emil was telling think, me about that the other day. Yo, Joe, I downloaded it onto my Mac Mini too, and I confirmed that the Mac Mini is like the new uh, the new Apple M1 chip. Oh, you know what I was trying to play on it was Counter Strike and Go. Like, uh, fucking shout out to Aiden Portman, who used to have such a rig in his room. And he had Did you Counter Strike. He had Counter Strike Go on it, and sometimes I'd just hop in there for some arms race, where like every time you kill someone, you get a new gun, and it's just oh, like dude. just mayhem, like gun game in Call of Duty. Yeah, like, we used to exactly. We used to oh, we used to, we used to play so much. <laughs> we used to play so much Call of Duty. Uh, what's your major? Yeah. In? Uh, uh, weed God. in Call of Duty. Modern warfare. <laughs> And ping pong with a minor in ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so good, man. So good. I was listening to some music uh this morning, just some classic nineties like hits. And uh mm. it just I get such a smile to my face whenever I listen to that nineties. It's such a childhood throwback. It's like, and some of it's uh, yeah. pretty. Like some of the songs aren't even really that good, but they're just, they're they're good mm. to me. Dude, I have a new favorite song, and this is, I think, this is what it's gonna be like, guys. When we get older, I think we're gonna discover songs that have been out for like a full year, and you're gonna like, we're gonna discover them on our own time, and we're gonna be like, this is sick, and it will have been out for nine nine months to a year. Have you guys <laughs> heard? Have you heard of the artist Olivia Rodrigo? Absolutely. I haven't. <laughs> let me tell let me tell yeah. you, Joe, she's got this song called Good For You. And it's like could it's you almost it? an homage. I could probably give it a go. I could sing the chorus for sure. It's like an homage to like punk rock. And she, it's just angsty teenager punk rock, and it's so, so sick. I'll, hey, I'll, Mark, I'll loop it in the pod. I gotta be honest, it doesn't sound very good. I, I Have think you that sounds to it? good. I love a good teenage <laughs> punk. Oh no, Emil, that's sick. It, it gets you it gets me fired up and going. Sing I us the like, chorus, I, bud. Okay. 
on the spot. Dude, I heard that song today, man. You did you? <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it reminds yeah, me of uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sick, but I'm psycho. Ava Max. That's a great song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really similar, actually. It's in that same vein. Yeah. Oh. Joe, I have such a good 80s song or 90s song to share with you. Almost. Can you guys? I know that song. I couldn't tell you what it's called or something, but it it definitely. uh, She says, Days go by. You got great pipes, Emil. I feel like you really do well with those, like, uh, those high pitched, kind of throaty. Throaty. Fuck, what was yeah. oh, man. What was the song you always used to sing in university? It was that, like your that's, uh, that's going up the country. Oh, going up the country. I'm going up the country. Baby, don't you want to go? Going. I'm going up the country. Baby, don't you want to go? I'm going to some place where I've never been before. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going where the water tastes like wine. I'm going where the water tastes like wine. That's it. That's all I got. You can jump in the water. The water stay drunk, stay drunk all, all the time. The time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Nice. Fuck. And, then the fl- almost, and then the flute comes in. I want to get a karaoke machine for the cottage. Dude, there's nothing better than just belting music, like belting singing, especially like when you're driving or something. When you're driving, yeah, it's like it, it's such a mood changer. Yeah, it is. It, I'm a cathartic. big singer in, in the in the privacy of my own front seat. That same here, absolutely. I have no issues singing in front of people either. I just yeah, I, need I, don't, to know. Do I don't. I don't think people want to hear me belt it at that rate. Like, a, it's just not that good. <laughs> <laughs> mark how you doing over there buddy you're a little bit glitchy i think like you're really excited for the new matrix movie or something but can you hear me all right well, yeah we hear you good though just worried about you bud <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. shit hey mark how's portobello's so glitchy. Glitchy. hey mark uh earth to mark uh okay i'm going into the the talking to mark when he's talking to mark when he's like on a glitchy internet connection is like talking to him when he's blackout drunk (laughs) you're almost you're only getting like 20 percent of it (laughs) sometimes it's just silent but he's like thinking he's talking to you uh Dude, yo, how's my internet now, boys? Oh man, you look good, crisp. Yo, let's go. I'm back. Yo, boys, okay. look what I got right. Look what I got right here. 
Johnny's fucking drumsticks, boys. <laughs> Johnny? Johnny Arch fucking gave me these, boys. He was like, I think you're really going to like these. They're like, they make a very, like... A wispy. Describe those meals. Meal. No, do you guys remember? Like. Do you guys remember the Portlandia strip? <laughs> they used a lot of these on uh, Pet Sounds. <laughs> no, he's like, we've got the space, we have the equipment, we just need the band. <laughs> Dude, I want to rewatch that show, man. That show is so damn funny. Um, these are these are like like they are to make like sort of like wishy sounds on the snare, you know? It's like, yeah. Yeah, they're little brushes, dude. Wouldn't Johnny be a guy to have on this pod? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you could ever get a hold of him. Isn't that the quintessential essence of this podcast? Like, man, I miss him. Yeah, I miss I him too. And I was, I was, I was thinking about him the other day a bit, and I was just thinking, like, just hope John is like, I don't know. I feel like I when he was having, doing all right. I, yeah, I'm sure he is, but I just like feel like when he was having like. Uh, that like sleep paralysis shit i was like thinking about that and i was like man like that guy was really going through a different situation than we were you know <laughs> we're like worried about exams and he's like he's like he's like having sleep paralysis every night and like and like struggling he's like struggling with like ghouls and stuff dude i had like, sleep stress- paralysis once Emil, and it was one of the most terrifying most fucked up experiences of my life like i couldn't even imagine going through it every night but didn't he say he was learning to harness it and he was like lucid dreaming all the time yeah i think he fucked the ghoul <laughs> uh, well he's harder to track down than bin laden so i think uh yeah exactly we really need- <laughs> uh, he actually oh. isn't though you can like i literally i fucking i fucking ghosted johnny whoa yeah how about that no, i I've Game done it taste. too. What the fuck? Switch, switch the perspective. You know. Yeah. Fuck a ghoul. Who's, who's <laughs> the mutt? <laughs> Catherine Bigelow is gonna make a, a feature-length film named Finding Johnny. Oh yeah. My God, dude, that is really funny. I, I'm so happy my internet's back and I can actually partake participate <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to the pod, bud. Yeah. Great having you. <laughs> Sorry if I kind of just threw off the the flow. Well, and folks, you might be wondering what the frick you're listening to. <laughs> and you're listening to Best Friends Catching Up with some good internet. The Mark, Joe, and Emil show. Uh, oh. Mark. <laughs> I'm not Mark. I'm Joe. <laughs> Emil. And I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> my name is Opie. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and then Mark just left. His internet stopped. Oh, was... He's good on, on ice. Get on the web. Yeah, that good on ice, man. I'll never forget that. <laughs> good on ice. We were, we were, it was like a St. Pat. Was it St. Paddy's Day or some? Uh, it was some early year shindig, Frost Week. Frost week sounds like an ice week. I'm really, I'm really sad for, uh, for the students. Same here. I'm sad. All the people, like I, I really get upset when people are like, "Oh, those irresponsible students." Like, I know, man. How could they? 
it's like, weren't you that age once? Like, don't even try to pretend for a second that you would be doing anything differently. They're trying to yeah. salvage any semblance of their, like, these are such important years for them to socialize and do these things. It's, yeah. Like, it, what do you it's tragic? It's tragic, man. I feel, I feel terribly. I felt bad for Q. My, my younger brother Quentin did his last year uh, in quarantine or in fucking the pandemic last year. Uh, and he, he fared pretty well, but man, yeah, like it's, it's so duly like shitty because like, I mean, we can all, we all know what it feels like to be told like not to go out and stuff and like this, that, the other thing, but these kids are also like getting it on like the shit side of the stick where they're actually getting like blamed as well. Like not just like taking something away from them, but also like putting them down kind of thing. Yeah. They're, they're kids. They're ob- they are, they are exposing more but like they're also such an easy scapegoat like oh this this is all the students fault and it's like we could all look in the mirror and know that we've you know we've adapted the rules to fit our own uh yeah exactly it's just i think i think that whole social aspect and like the you know getting out and seeing people is the most important most invaluable part of like a university or college or even it doesn't even need to be a university or college but those years that setting yeah because i learned the skills of life man exactly and to me i think the thing is is like when you're working and this shit's going on you're like all right well like i'm getting paid like i make a lot of money doing it and i just you know it's shitty to have to stay at home but at least like money's coming in i'm not just i feel like you know the relief of like as a student is not that like there's money coming into your bank it's going out and getting fucked up with your friends or at least seeing them Mm-hmm. it's like the money it's like the reward it's like the fucking you know younger people don't see like that they're at university to like get a lot a career long term they they kind of see it more as they're there to fucking party when realistically it's not it's certainly good to learn all the theoretical basis behind like the fields that you're eventually going to be working in but it's a little bit like it's a very small percentage of people that are like, oh, let me just uh, reference my second year calculus textbook and uh, I'm going to quickly derive uh, the volume of my swimming pool or something. Like it's, <laughs> it's so, it's, it's not oh, useful it's... in like a, in a one-to-one sense, unless you're some kind of like the- theoretical field, blah, blah. Which don't you it, think is kind of dumb? Really dumb. It should be like, don't you way think it more be way more practical, on. dude. It was way the more same, practical. Same in economics, man. Like it was so theoretical, and it was, dude. We didn't like touch a computer until like fourth year. I'm, How many times I, uh, have you heard people say, "I learned more in my like summer internship than I learned in four years of school," yeah, which is yeah. like, which great that they're getting that ex- life experience, but it's a really sad state of affairs that you can learn more in three months. Yeah, I'd like job and, then, I'd, and like, I'd like online to... classes too. Like online, you can learn so much in online classes. Like, I, I wonder if universities are gonna. I think more and more now, it's like about what you know, and like I don't think degrees are even. I think they're starting like, to get less important. I'd like to throw a wrench at the Queen's uh, Mining Engineering Department for sure. Huck it. Throw throw a wrench at them. Yeah, I just I don't you know I for the money that my parents so kindly and graciously paid for me to go i don't think that they really took what they were doing seriously enough mm. i think they i think they really you know i'm not saying this isn't why i'm an like it's why i'm not an engineer but i certainly wasn't uh you know joe you were in the program with me man like it's like a lot of those teachers were set out to like more show you that you were like shit and not worth it than like you were like yeah some it's of hard. 
it's hard for me to comment on like the teachers because I really didn't go to class very much. But <laughs> no, neither did I. But like, you know how much of a dick. No, I, I, I know. Shit. I like, know what you mean. They didn't like that. Took a toll on like some some people that like learned differently. Like maybe Eric Solb and I. Like, mm-hmm. I think D'Souza was like the worst thing possible. And like, but just mostly, it's not really about the individual teachers so much as it is about what we were just talking about. Like, get some fucking so practical shit going on. Like, we're mm. gonna we're gonna run a mine, not sit in a fucking, you know, computer. Yeah. Room. Well, dude, I think like. <laughs> I think they're going to have to, they're probably going to have to, um, like shift a bit soon because the, the amount of like accessible online education that's like free or, or well, cheap. The issue with that though, Mark is I think there, I think you can educate yourself incredibly well online, Yeah, but uh-huh. until like employers yeah. start like accepting the value of like an online in like quote unquote informal or like uncertified education until that's viewed with the same value as like a mm-hmm. university education, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. at the end of the day, what you're chasing is that stupid piece of paper. That's just yeah. proving like that some, you can learn, but it's, I've, it's yes. Universities need to be totally overhauled. It's, it's so out of touch. It's, it's quite antiquated. Yeah, no, I feel like some industries are probably starting to just accept like if you can, like, I bet like Silicon Valley and all those like tech companies. I, I, yeah, and shit, I, I bet they're like, you, they're probably like, Oh, you can do it. Great. Like they're probably, I like, saw computer. Yeah. I saw that like Shopify has like a, they like, they, they kind of like made their own university basically, but like they paired with like, I think Ottawa U or Carleton for like some classes, oh, cool. but they're like, mm-hmm. fuck it. They're like, we, we, we want to make Shopify employees not fucking take. This what, is what we need. This what is what a we mess. Need like, they, we don't need like the half-ass job that Queens does with their computer engineers. We need mm-hmm. Shopify employees. So they make yeah. Shopify employees. That's cool. They're going to have to, they're going to have to train them when they hire them anyway. Like they're putting mm-hmm. that huge investment into them anyway. They might as well yeah. get them while someone else is like somewhat bankrolling it as well. Mm. Like, wouldn't Joe, it be nice that... for you to come out of school and already be like pretty literate in a like an actual workplace environment? But absolutely, Emil. But it's pretty. It's pretty nice to party too, though. You oh know? yeah, no, that's come on. Like that is the true value of it for me. But I think you could have both. Like, mm. You got to party. You got to have the social element. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, Emil, um, tell us when you're going to get a set of electronic drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell us, Emil. I, uh, you owe it I to yourself. Up. I know, I know. And I like your text message about the skate skis, by the way. Oh, yeah, they've been ripping on the trails. You have a set? Yeah, I got a set. Except they're, they're vintage and the bindings keep like falling apart. So, I think that's probably where Joe and I could find some commonality. You know, start mm, doing... Go- Skate skiing tours, marathons, Nordic skiing. Yeah, yeah Joe, I would love pretty, to do that. Yeah, you'd be pretty good at it, Joe. Joe, let's get into the one with the gun and stuff. Yeah. Oh, the biathlon. Yeah. 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 We'll Emil, the first Canadian. Emil, do you think you're gonna get a set of drums? Yeah. No, I definitely do. I definitely do. I uh, I really have been enjoying music more. Lately, like listening to it, but also thinking that I can probably make it or perform it with my dad. Uh, my dad wants me to play with his band at some point too. Do you see uh, the way the bomb goes? 
I play the bongos every now and then, but I kind of want to get like, there's these really cool like keyboards that have a little like four drums on like mm. the, the corner. Mm. And so you like kind of rip the keys and then hop over to the drums. But those electrics, I just don't have that much room. Yeah. Mm. Bro, you could make room. I can definitely make room. <laughs> you can make I've room. I've been kind of more, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I've... I'm trying to encourage you and I think you should really do it. I think I should too. Yeah, like no time like the present, bro. You're you've got a gift. You have a musical gift. You it, have to flourish funny. it. It's funny with like with me and like the things that I like. And I was actually talking to my cousin's girlfriend about this. Like they're very like they're kind of unique, you know, like roll oh, yeah. and yeah, bro, you're incredibly unique. Bongo drums and stuff, and it's weird because as you grow older, you kind of like you're like I gotta do some of the more like normal things that people do or whatever no or, like or like running is like or i'd be like I, sh- I really need to get back into running or i need to get into the gym and i'm like nah it's like just do the things buy new rollerblades you know <laughs> yeah bro do the things that you <laughs> that's do. the longevity man that's why you're gonna succeed long term yeah bro yeah. Just, but uh so for anyone who doesn't know Emil got himself a pair of bongos and then how long was it like three months or and then you were doing a live show, like at a bar, yeah, like over. There's like a hundred people there watching. That was so in the sick. Renaissance. Yeah. And uh, but what was going through your head in that first show? You must have been pretty nervous, Neil. <sighs> yeah, I was pretty nervous actually. I uh, yeah, I was definitely pretty nervous. I de- I definitely because you know like you don't really know. You don't know. I, I didn't really know what it sounded like, and like I don't know. I just remember like. I remember like Kieran and like <laughs> Kieran and Cam were pretty like serious about it. And like, I was definitely really nervous. And I just got, I think I just got really high and then just kind of went to the show and played the bongos. <laughs> that usually helps. That's another misconception. That's another misconception about university is like, man, you like study high or like, you know, study high, do the test high. And I'm not talking about school. I'm talking about like, like get high for the concert to play bongos you know yeah 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 for oh sure. yeah okay. i don't, I don't know where i'm going with that point really i guess i'm just saying like sometimes you let your nerves be like oh like you're nervous so like you shouldn't smoke weed and it's like worst decision ever especially with you, something you like learned while you were high you learned to play while you're high so why would yeah. you change why would you change a variable when it's like the, the stakes are the highest mm. exactly makes Makes exactly. total sense. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. That's, that's wise. I thought you were talking about school, and I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. No, no, no. School? <laughs> school? <laughs> Little don't, do any, don't do any of school high. It's a bad no, idea. Definitely not. Definitely not. Well, boys, what's on top for the rest of the day? Mm, I'm going to uh, take a funny Dr. Evil style picture with Nikki with like the pinkies. <laughs> I might see if I can get Indy the dog on my lap, like the like the hairless cat. Okay. Uh, and then I'm gonna go to Walmart, buy a cheap little frame, and get the picture developed. And I'm gonna give it to my uncle, who's <laughs> it's my dad's twin brother. It's also his 60th birthday uh, yeah. tomorrow. No shit. Well, because he gave when we <laughs> bought her when we bought her house, my uncle gave a picture of him doing the same to wow. us as like a housewarming gift, so we could have a picture of him in our house. And we don't really have that much pictures of family. So it's like, really, it's only him. And like, you you both are in the house. Nice. 
like, I don't even have a picture of my parents up in the house, but I got a picture of my uncle. So I, I think it's pretty funny. And yeah, that is funny, bro. Wow. I keep, I keep putting it out right, like right on the TV stand. So it's like right dead center in the middle of the living room. And Nikki's like, there's no way you know, it's, it's, it's a funny picture, but you got to move that thing. But it, yeah. it always makes its way back to the center of the living room. Nice. That's awesome. Emilio, what, you, what Emilio? you have on top? Um, rest of the day, probably, I don't know, I'm going to pop into Pelican just see what's going on. I'm just over at like our little offshoot office. Mm, what'd you call it? Off, <laughs> offshoot, offshoot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the ma- oh, the midday <laughs> masturbatorium is what I called it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Fuck, the, I got a bad. The, the wankery. The wankery, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I worked, I started work really early this morning, so I'm going to just chill and, uh, nice. I got in, I got like, at like five 30 this morning, I got in a fight with one of my employees. Mm. It was pretty, but he, he was really beating a point to death. And I was like, you know what, man? Like, I was like, all I really need from you is like, all I'm really trying to get to is the information here. Like all this emotional reaction that's going with it is like, I, I want to deal with it. I want to like help you through it. But like, it's like not really what like I need to actually deal with the problem. And then he like kept going. I was like, you know what, man, like you need to step outside for five minutes and like catch your breath. Like that's fine. But like, I, I'm sort of done with the conversation now. Dude, and then we, what, and then, and then we shook hands. The guys didn't put like lids on the fish the night before. Mm, I was like, yeah. dude, I just closed. I was like, dude, I'm the general manager of the whole business. I just closed half the company for like a week you think this is what i'm like worried about right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway yeah, but just don't do it in the park emil that's all i have to say about that just, just plenty of bear hill, plenty of bear hills over there <laughs> <laughs> when you do it in the park my dick takes a beating <laughs> <laughs> go, uh, go folks, check out that folks, youtube video folks. yeah go down to go youtube don't do it in the park to get a reference <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rich. What about you, okay. uh, Mr. Roboto? I'm gonna go. Yeah, sorry, folks, for that uh, shitty internet connection at the start of the call. Um, I'm gonna go skiing and try to get inverted. Nice. Wow. Did you do it? You, my brother said that he saw you do a backflip this year already. Yeah, yeah, I did. I just did it off a little side hit. I've done a couple actually, maybe like three or four. Mark, if you get videos of you doing sweet tricks that you're going to put on Instagram, can you just send me a personal yeah. like yeah, message send, of I'll, it? I'll send you Percy shit of same dope me, shit. Same here. Yeah, I'll put yeah it just put chat. it right in that chat. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. other chat, Emil, the old one called Aluminum and Ash, that was my old phone number. So you guys were just yeah, I know. this random dude who's got my old phone number. But you know, <laughs> it was awesome. so funny, too, because I remember you told me that. You told us that, and like I like I'm like, oh. That's interesting. I was like, I wonder what we were talking about. It's so like open ash and aluminum. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, I just just told the boys I'm feeling real lonely in Ottawa. I'm sure Joe's, I'm sure Joe's coworker is really happy to see that. <laughs> yeah. Why why won't he answer me? I'm I'm opening up here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm putting my heart on yeah. the table here. Yeah, only contributing cold. to the contributing to the problem. Oh man. Wow. By the way, the song earlier is it's it's called sunny came home by sean colvin nice that's our song of the week nice i'm gonna go out on a limb and say my song of the week is good for you by olivia rodrigo 
Yeah, I'm going to also go with you, Mark. I, case, I like that song. In case you haven't heard it, it's pretty Joe's, sick. Joe's favorite song is Mungo Jerry <laughs> in the summertime. Uh, that is a good tune. It's a little bit like, it's a little bit fucked up, though, when you really listen to the lyrics. Oh, it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Like, if she's poor, just fucking do whatever you want, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like have a drink have a drive go and see what you can find. yeah it's uh, sort of one of those ones that you just you listen to 10 seconds of it yeah. <laughs> mungo yeah uh, mungo like, Jerry. Uh, what's the yeah. song uh i like uh mumbo number five if i'm gonna pick a a song that's a good one a song that's like kind of annoying yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, nice. All right, boys. Well, um, anybody want to um, give a shout out to someone that they might call who they haven't spoken to in a while? Yeah, Marnus. Oh, nice, dude. I haven't even seen Marnus in a long time. We'll see him in purse. What about you, Emil? Oh, that's a good question, man. Um, try to touch base with uh, Christian Napolitano and Mark Vanderwall at some point soon. Nice. Wow. I mean, I stay in pretty good touch, but a little chat on the phone wouldn't hurt, you know. Dude, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give Brendan Sloan a call. Mm. See how his Ooh, see how his little. Say... Who? Are you gonna say McGovern? Oh, Dozer. Damn, that'd Just be dope too. Call the mayor's office. Call all get, the all the. Get Brendan's. me McGovern. Yeah. <laughs> Mc... Dude, well, I'm jealous of all those choices, boys. I might have to call them too. I might have to really hit them from all sides. Just spam them. But hey, uh, if you made it this far, I think you're pretty into this whole uh, best friends catching up thing too. So if you're if you're listening to this, give someone in your life who you haven't spoken to a call. Uh, you'll love it. Yeah, you know kudos you know. if you've made it this far. Honestly, I think the gold was at the end of this one. I think I was pretty yeah. gold all along, Mark. If you could hear it, you would have. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought it was pretty. I mean, yeah. Talking about Johnny, <laughs> the ghoul was the thing that got me <laughs> laughing the absolute most. So thanks for that, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Johnny Arch. And even and, and, even though we, and even though we talked about him the whole show, none of us are listing him as the person we're gonna call. Yeah. Yeah. True. Oh my god. Yeah. It's we'll vicious. Save him. It's a vicious we'll save cycle. Him. Save him for the fiftieth ah. episode. We'll have him on. Emil, go look at those drum kits. Go like start. Get on Amazon, please. I'm gonna fucking get your dad to buy me it. Okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank, it's an investment. Mark's gonna buy me a set of uh, skate skis, and Frank's gonna buy me an electric drum set. Yeah, just yeah, Thanks, just lay it, lay it down. <laughs> yeah, lay it down. All right, all right. Ciao, Brought to you boys. by the Pelican, Estriel, uh, everybody yeah. else. Uh, exactly. Spear, spearhead painting. Spearhead painting. And that's mortgage broker, of course. Uh, the whole nine yards. Uh, Joe, make sure you stop the recording. Oh my God, I was about to hang up. Joe? I'm stopping it in three, Bye, two, everybody. one. Great comments. Bye. Subscribe. Love you, everyone. Bye. <laughs>